You're listening to Think Through Talk Through, where we believe you have the power to develop your potential. Good day. Um, this is Kanye. And Vera. And today we have my sister Chrissy to interview as well. We thought we'd talk about uh, siblings, relationships with siblings, and what it's like when you're adults because we all have memories of what it was like as children, but things might have changed and we might want things to change as adults. So welcome to Chrissy. Chrissy, do you want to just tell us a little bit about yourself? Hi, I'm Vera's sister, younger sister by 18 months. And um, we are three sisters. We have a younger sister as well. I think about eight years between me and our younger sister. Um, I turned 50. I don't know if I should be telling people how old. I just turned 50 a week and a half ago. Um, I My profession is a writer. Um, or should I say that's the main my main income. I live in Centurion. Um, and yeah, I'm happy to be here. Thank you. So as you know, you've given away my age, I'm obviously over 50 <laughs> since I'm 18. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Oops. So, that's no problem. It's okay. I'm not hiding it. Um, but I think that's one of the things that happens often with siblings is they know things about you that the general public doesn't. And sometimes, yeah, they reveal things that uh, maybe other people don't know. But I think one of the things that struck me is that as you grow up, when you're in your nuclear family, there are things that your siblings know about you that actually might change as you get older. I don't know if you've had any experience of that. Do you feel that you're the same person as what you were as a child or have things changed? So, you know, I, I was just recently having thoughts about how, how we have changed. And I guess also now, you know, the time of our, the time of the world that we live in now. And I was trying to remember what was I like as a child? What was I like as a teenager? And, um, you know, I feel like I've forgotten a lot of that. And I think you can go to your siblings and say, you know, what do you remember me as if you want to regain some of the stuff that you might have lost? Um, so I think it's, it, it's good to have a good relationship, uh, you know, after to help you just rebuild your memories again, um, because I do feel I've changed a lot. Um, but I'd like to, I'd like to remember myself from when I was a child, maybe through someone's eyes, because we can ask our mother and we can ask our siblings and maybe we can ask our friends. So I think, you know, our siblings hold the key to unlocking a lot of our memories of ourselves, um, you know, things we might have forgotten. Yeah, you yeah. know, um, I love the points that you've just raised, Chrissy, because I was looking at my grandmother and her sister and, and just watching other, other older, older, older people and their relationship they have with their siblings is so special because it's like someone said it's it's the only person who will know you from childhood um from 50 or 60 years ago so um you want you want to have that person you know in your life all the time because they do also go back to the childlike states so there's something very special about siblings as they get older um because you you'll know the same people from your neighborhood from the same school um, or family members who are not there anymore, you, you get the special sharing of memories that no one else has. Yeah, so I like that point. And your siblings know you in ways that even your parents don't. I think, you know, there, there are many instances of little secrets that happened behind uh, your parents' back that they don't really, they don't know. 
I'm worried now. <laughs> I'm not going to reveal anything. <laughs> we'll talk don't after. Don't worry. Don't worry. But I yeah. think, you know, we're developing our personalities to a certain extent as well and trying things out with each other and learning what what works and what gets a bad reaction with, with the people that we are the closest to. So it gives us that opportunity to, to experiment sometimes with behavior that isn't accepted generally in public, but you know that your sibling is always your sibling, your sister is always there for you. I mean, I, I just thought now about, um, you know, it's one of those things where other people can say things about your sister, but it's, it's like, if they say something nasty, it's, it's not allowed. They can say positive things about your sister and you uh, yourself. You may say something that you know might be a little bit more critical, but don't anybody else dare say anything. Um, so I think there's just that commitment that goes over friendship. But but let's look at friendship itself. I think you know friendship is a more intentional thing. How I, I would regard Chrissy as one of my friends. Um, but how how did that change? You know, since we were smaller, what did we? Is there anything that we've done? that has contributed to a growing friendship. Have you got any thoughts on that, Chrissy? Sure. I sort of, um, I feel my life has been quite organic. So I've not always been very intentional. And then I think the, it got to a stage, you know, when we were growing up and we lived in different countries, you had, you know, you had a growing family. I was going through my relationships. <laughs> um, you know, and I think we were very, it was very different. And, and, I think you get distracted by your life and it, you need to be intentional about getting back to it. Whereas when your siblings, you're growing up in the same house, you see each other the whole time. You get in the car to go to ballet or you get in the car to go shopping. You're always, always together. And then I think it's almost quite a, like a, um, a big, when you start going to university or you leave the house, you study, you get married, you, you know, you move away. I think it can be quite a, um, it can be quite a, a gap in your life if you don't, if you're not intentional, especially if you don't have distractions. I think if you have your own family, it's, a, it's a, like a full-time job. So I think, you know, so when Vera had her, 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 her babies, you know, she was, she was very focused on the family and I didn't, you know, so I didn't really, and I wasn't in the country. So I think we probably became better friends or we became friends when I moved back to South Africa and we had the constant um, interaction, but whenever we visited one another, it was always, you know, it's, I think it's just like a friend where, you know, you pick up where you left off, or you should be able to pick up where you left off. Um, and we've been very lucky, I think, not to have any politics, major politics or fights that have, you know, things that we haven't spoken about. Because I think if, if there's any awkwardness, I'm, I think I'm really, really grateful um, that we've not had to deal with any sort of like elephants in the room, things that, you know, in our past that we've fights we've not resolved um yeah but I mean I always I think I look at the past with rose tinted glasses and I think everything was great and I think I remember things differently I mean you know there's always there's always two three four sides to a story um but yeah I think it's it's about being intentional and trying to make time um and communicating I know mm -hmm. I'm an over communicator I drive people crazy <laughs> I think one of the observations that I made just about personalities as we grew up was how, you know, some of us were the kind of communicator we, we felt if somebody wants to know something about us, they would ask us. And then there were others in the family who felt, well, if you want to tell me something, you will tell me. 
And until we actually realized that it was, um, it, it could actually get in the way of a developing friendship, especially when we were, um, you know, countries apart, because if one person is waiting to be told and the other person is waiting to be asked, and you are so far away, then there's never going to be any conversation. Mm -hmm. So I think that intentionality is, is very important. And nowadays it's great because we've got WhatsApp or Zoom. Mm. We can, we've got all sorts of avenues we didn't have when we were, when we were younger. Yeah. You know, there's nothing as exciting as like if a family member comes to visit you when you're living apart. And I think it's not even like countries apart. I think it's like you know, if, even now at the moment, if we, get, if we get to spend some family time together, it's something really exciting and special. And it's like, it, it's an occasion. Um, but yeah, I remember um, it didn't matter how much time had gone by. If one of my sisters came to visit me, I felt like, you know, this is, I guess, my chance to communicate with them as well. And I talked their heads off. Um, but um, yeah, I think that's, um, it's, yeah. I'm, a, I'm definitely a communicator. I don't wait to be asked. I'm like, oof, you know, you need to know this about me now. Um, whereas um, I think my sisters tend to want to be asked, both of them. Yeah. Um, I, I have actually a, a, an interesting, um, a different story with siblings because I was raised by my grandmother and it, it was me and my cousin. So my cousin is probably more my sister than my biological sisters. Um, because my, my, my sisters, one is 18 years younger than me and the other one is 11 years younger than me. Um, but my cousin, we were raised together from the time we were like toddlers. Um, and it's just always been the two of us. So I probably, yeah, if, if I was to talk about that sisterhood from the beginning, I would be mentioning her. And which is an important point to bring because when we talk about family and siblings, it doesn't necessarily mean the biological, it's, it's who you grew up with. You know, because some people are only children and they're their cousins, or some people even had their like um, neighbors, like they were raised together with their neighbor or a, a friend from school. So it's it's what is your experience of of sibling and family? And I wanted to add, her and I had huge fights. Like we we fight, you know. So we we're not like cute and you know. So we really <laughs> we really get into it. I mean, the stories that she can tell you um, of. She, she used to be able to bring out rage in me. Now, if you know me, you know I don't like being angry. I don't like fighting. I avoid confrontation. She's the mm -hmm. only person in the world who can bring out that rage in me. And, and, and it, 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 it shocks me because I didn't even know that I had it. But what we've learned over the years, because there was a season where we actually went our separate ways, and that's the, the going to varsity and um, changing cities and um, her working. But then we came back, but we've always been in each other's life. But there's, a, there's in, I think in our 30s or whatever, it's been more intentional now. It's almost like we need each other because everybody's doing their own thing and you start wanting your family. So we've, we've come back and we know each other. And now when we fight, we give each other a couple of weeks to cool off because as I've said, our fights are, are real, um, but they're not as verbal anymore. Um, so we give each time to cool off and then we come back. Um, so how, how do you guys deal with conflict? How did you guys um, deal with conflict um, from the time you were like, let's say, adolescent age all the way to now? And by conflict, obviously, I'm not talking about full-blown fights, just anything that just irks you, you know? How do you deal with that when it comes to family and siblings? I think one of the things, you really, I think we develop conflict skills in, in our, our own families, or we 
might learn the wrong kind of conflict skills sometimes. So I think that my, for my experience, I know, um, you know, I'm the kind of person who, like, I can get angry and then calm down quickly and I want to sort it out immediately. And I think as I grew up, I realized that, you know, maybe the rest of my family wasn't quite the same. So, um, so yes, I am going to reveal something, Chrissy. Chrissy sometimes needed a bit of time <laughs> before, before I could just, you know, discuss it again. She, but, but I think both of us were very, you know, forgiving in terms of putting it behind us. So it wasn't something that stood over us and we didn't spend weeks not speaking to each other in the same house or anything like that. Mm -hmm. So I think we had a good opportunity to actually practice the, the development of conflict skills mm -hmm. in a positive Kenya, way. Kenya, I think I'm a little bit like you. I, 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 I like to avoid conflict really now as an adult. Um, and, um, you know, I think, but I think it's a normal thing, actually, as much as I, as much as I try to avoid it, it's not like, you know, it doesn't disrupt a perfect relationship by having conflict. Um, and sometimes I guess it's good to, you know, if you disagree with something, uh, we don't have to have full, full blown fights, but we can disagree about things. Um, and I think that, you know, sort of learning that, uh, you know, I guess having safe spaces with siblings as well, is quite important. I think it's important to be able to trust them. Um, you know, for example, if you have a fight and then you have to cool down for a couple of weeks, that trust that you've not lost them. You know, that fight hasn't broken something and made something irreparable. And I think that's such a, such a big thing with, um, with siblings and also with really good friends, the neighbors or the cousins, or, you know, I also think of like, I think of my girlfriends, like my, my tight knit, you know, support network of women in, I, I almost see them as sisters as well. Um, so, yeah. And I would hate to lose them, but I have that, you know, sort of that knowledge that, you know, my sisters are there be they blood related or uh you know Ooh. associated so yeah um what about what about uh, here's a fun question for you guys um what about knowing your place in the family because i think that's kind of important um when 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 people in the family is like i I am the peacemaker in the family. I am the fun maker in the family. I am the challenger in the family. Um, how, how does, because I know that it's good for me to know my place and I, I, I feel there's a belonging in my family when I feel understood that this is who I am. I am a peacemaker at home. So I bring the wisdom and I'm like, let's try it like this. Um, so that, that's what I bring. And when people actually get that in my family, I feel loved. And I feel like I belong and they get me. And this is what I, the role I can play um, to my siblings and to the family structure. Um, and we can be better friends in that way when you get me. So how does that work with you guys and, and your family? So um, I think that a mistake we sometimes make in our families is that we um, believe people expect a certain thing of us. Um, and, it's, and then you put pressure on yourself. Meanwhile, if you just talk to them and establish exactly, you know, what the boundaries are, then, uh, well, not boundaries, but what, I guess, what the expectation is. Because sometimes I think we put unnecessary pressure on ourselves to try and be the strong one or the wise one or the peacemaker or the, you know, whatever the role might be. So, um, yeah, I mean, I always, I always felt I was supposed to almost like lift the, you know, be the joker. Um, uh, you know, and I always saw Vera as more the serious, you know, sort of uh, studious, academic, uh, you know, the clever sister um, who, um, you know, I wasn't, I, I wasn't, I wasn't that, you know, sort of, I felt like I was never 
but um, you know, I, I think that you know, perhaps you put yourself in a role that isn't isn't the real one as in like you think you need to and I think if you're a people pleaser that's a dangerous thing to you know sort of to fall into it's not really so much a, 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 a well even in, in families you know if we want to keep the family happy we sometimes go into places where we think we need to be and I guess that's all I know like um maybe it's a little bit it sounds like not concrete I'm going to try and think of an example while Vera speaks if she wants if she has something to say <laughs> Well, what I was thinking about is the fact that, um, you know, also your, your, your place in, in terms of age, like you're the oldest or the middle or the youngest, that also seems to affect the interactions that you have. So, um, you know, being the oldest, I think I, I was often the one who, who felt that responsibility of also, you know, pointing out like these things need to be done. Can you see that, you know, mom's busy doing three things all at once and, you know, they we're sitting in front of the TV. Let, let's do something. So I think I often, <laughs> yeah, yeah, in a way. And um, yeah. so I saw my role as being the responsible organizer often as well. And some of I think our roles stay with us as we as we get older. But there are also some changes. Um, I think in in our original family, we in that unit, I was quiet. Um, but I'm not necessarily as quiet in other contexts now. And sometimes if we, if we stick to that original experience and that original label, then we can actually limit what we can become and what we can do. Um, so yeah, so I think it's, it's, there, there is a part that just forms you and the kind of um, role that you take, but there's also a part where you can, your, your life can broaden and open up once you've left your, your original family. And one of the other things that, sorry, did you think of something, Chrissy? I was just thinking about our younger sister, and also Kanye has two younger sisters. Um, but I don't know if. I'll... So um, when our younger sister was, I mean, she was a baby. She was, you know, she was. Um, you know, she was like we've got pictures of Vera holding her as a baby, and you know, sort of. So we were, we loved her. Um, but we didn't really manage to have that real relationship with her because then we went in high school and she was in kindergarten and then we went to university and then she was in high school and then we left the house and we left wherever we went and then she went to university then she left the, you know she it was constantly like we never had that that real chance to to I guess bond so um now as adults obviously our relationship is as adults and not as a younger sister and an older sister. And I think there's really, um, you know, Vera said it at the beginning that as we grow up, um, our friends become younger as well. So now there's an opportunity to really relate to a younger sister. So your 18 year younger sister, can you, you might be great friends when you're 50. <laughs> I hope so, I hope so, so much. I'd love to be friends with her. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's that's one of the things that I wanted um, us to actually leave with our our listeners is um, how how does one build a relationship where there's been distance, whether the distance was conflict or it just happened? You know, how do we build these relationships? What advice can you give or points um, that people can work towards to to mend or to build relationships in um, now that people are older? And it's like, okay, we have nothing to lose. Let's just build. So where do they start and what must happen? 
Well, I personally, um, I think one needs to be intentional and one needs to communicate and one mustn't take things personally. You know, I think um, if you're with someone and you're having a fantastic time and you have a good relationship, um, like when you, if, if, if you're, that person is distant and when you're together, you have a really good connection, then, I mean, that's the connection you have, which maybe it doesn't sort of translate into a long distance, like the ease is not, you know, even via, some people aren't comfortable via Zoom, some people are, phone calls, etc. So, you know, I think it's um, not to, um, not to expect that what you have when you're face to face is going to be constant, but that it is that it is something really solid. And I think really to be just intentional and to continue communicating. And um, if your communication is not met with the same fervor and enthusiasm, which often happens with me, <laughs> as um, as you're giving, it's not something you know. We're just different. We are different people. We communicate differently. We you know we have different. Yeah. There's the, we have different priorities, but I do think that, um, you know, I think family is a priority. Um, yeah. And I think another thing is to have curiosity, to be open to the fact that the way that you experienced your sibling when you were all together in the family might be different. So there's a, a curiosity to who has this person become now and how can I get to know them and to do not box the interaction into what it previously was, but to be open to something new. Oh, wow. I, I like this conversation. We could talk the whole day. <laughs> this is so much to say about siblings. Um, Vera, did you have another question um, that you wanted to ask? I, I think I was just thinking about um, the, the observation that I, I'm making is that uh, Chrissy is very intentional about all of her friendships. And I was wondering whether she wanted to just share some of the things that she does with her long distance friends, just they're possible with siblings as well. And I think that they are, you know, really building relationships. So I don't know if you are willing to share, Chrissy. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I really embrace this technology, I have to say. Um, I have regular dinner dates, you know, we are basically, we, we organize, we have catch-ups either uh, via WhatsApp video call, or we actually sit and we have a dinner date where, um, you know, it ends up being, in fact, I had a call with a friend last night in Holland. Um, last night was short, last night was an hour and a half, but we've had calls for like three hours. So it almost feels like we go, we're going out to dinner and we have, we have our dinner and we have a glass of wine and obviously you can move around your own home and you can, you know, prepare things. Um, and yeah, I think, you know, sort of, um, I am relatively adaptable in terms of my time and my, my availability. So, but I am, I mean, I, I have a group of like, uh, you know, call it five really close friends um, that, you know, I would say every two weeks we, 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 we have dinner or we have a drink or a coffee date or something like that. Um, and I mean, technology makes it possible. So, and I'm very interested, you know, I, I love them and I'm very interested in their well-being, and I'm interested how they are. And, you know, I, I get to know what they, uh, what they're going through. For example, one of my friends has a, has a, has a young son in school and I'm sort of living that experience, you know, that, um, um, the challenges she has and you know another friend of mine recently went through a divorce and I you know sort of you have to if you can't physically be there there are times where you have to you have to be there it doesn't matter in which way but you know I think your presence has to be felt and yeah I 
you know, maybe I'm a bit too much sometimes, but no one has, no one has told me to get lost just yet, <laughs> but they could, and I'd be okay with it. Um, it, and it's not a, it's not a selfless thing. It's, it's quite selfish because I get a lot from it. You know, I get a lot from, from my close friendships and relationships. Thanks. Thank you, Chrissy. And it's a pleasure. I think Thank you. That's us for today. And yeah, we'll tune in again on our continuing conversation around friendship in another week. How are your relationships with your siblings going? We'd love to hear from you. Let us know some of the challenges that you're facing. Are things going well? Do you want to change them? It'll be great to be part of the conversation.